With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. He's too cocky. He's got too much confidence. He's too convicted. He's the number one high school football podcaster in America. He's the number one scout in the country. Coast to coast. Gold State to the Sunshine State. Giving it to you raw and uncut like the meat at the liquor store on the corner. KM the GM. Nobody does it better. Buckle up, folks. It's time for the truth. Let's fucking go. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Instant Impact, Transparent Truth, Coach Keith on a Sunday special show, special guest, special day. I got my boy B.A. with me from the G.A. He's talking everything Georgia dog football. Yes, it's a big show for you, Brooks Austin. What's going on, big baby? Yeah, man, this is one of my favorite recruits in the 2021 cycle, especially for what Georgia's moving towards uh, in their new offensive system, man. Uh, spoiler alert, it's Brock Bowers. Uh, to have Brock Bowers here on this show, obviously you have five stars almost every Friday here on Instant Impact. But this is a recruit that I know for a fact Georgia fans are really excited to hear from. Uh, so to have him on here, man, is, is a great opportunity. No doubt. So without further ado, let's bring in who I – he's my five-star. I don't know who else has him as a five-star, but he's a five-star in my book, a five-star football player, Mr. Brock Bowers, Napa, California, Georgia's newest kind of Georgia dog commit. What's up, Brock? Thanks for joining the show. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. No doubt about it. So, listen, it's a Sunday, bright outside, sun is shining, California, Southern California – and you have committed to the Georgia Dogs. You are going 2,000 miles away from school. What were some of the main reasons why you chose Georgia? Let's just start with that. Um, I mean, the ma- one of the main reasons is just, like, the people there at the program, surrounding the program, and also just, um, like, I wanted to be in a college town, too, so Athens is great for that, you know. And also, like, they, they win games over there, too. So that, that was important to me, coming into, like, a winning program. So, and just like having like a good relationship with all the coaches and players there too. So that was important to me. No, no question about it. How do you feel about the culture in Athens? Just when you, I know you got a chance to go down there on an unofficial on your own dime, took a trip to Athens. What about the culture? Did you vibe with? I mean, I just really liked, like the people that were great. Like I said, um, and also, it was like, it was a lot like Nap where I live. Like they have like the downtown area, but they also have like the, little like outreaches and everything too there's no doubt and you mentioned napa napa's a beautiful place it's wine country they're not known for the greatest athletes in the world like (laughs) you're not gonna find many guys from napa racing hussein boat in the olympics how do you how do you come up with a brock bowers out of napa this six foot three four or five super slot who I just, I'm absolutely in love with on the football field. How does that even come come to be? Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I just kind of, whenever I got to the field, I just kind of wanted to be like the best out there. And 
I mean, just I, I kind of surrounded myself with uh, people that like let me do that and uh, just people to compete against, too. So you talked about surrounding yourself with some great people. I know KT Prep is your seven on seven program. Kenyon, Nate Kenyon is your seven on seven coach. He's a great guy, a, a close friend of mine. What type of impact has he had specifically in the program in general, not just you on the football field, but you also off the football field? Yeah, I mean, they they helped me so much. Like, I, I went there in eighth grade, and I really got to see, like, what it was like out there. Um, and just they put me in some great competition. And also, like, they helped us in the classroom, too, and just, like, pushed us off the field, too. And, you know, just, like, just had us – like, they brought, like, counselors in for uh, schoolwork and everything. But, um, yeah, they, they helped us and, like, influenced us a lot, like, on and off the field, too. No question about it. I know Brooks has a question about the recruiting uh, from the tight ends coach. So, B.A., why don't you go ahead and jump in? Yeah, well, first, I, I kind of want to ask you, man, what, what did you learn about Athens when you took that unofficial visit? I mean, coming all the way from Napa on your own dime, flying all the way out here in Athens in the middle of what we got going on uh, in this world, what did you learn about the city of Athens that really, I mean, I kind of nailed it home for you, right, that, that, that made you think you were going to end up being a Georgia Bulldog? Yeah, I mean – Shoot, like when I, when I went there uh, for the junior day, uh, it was it was like all football, so I didn't really get to see very much outside of it. So I mean, it was just kind of like security of this being like being able to like know what's around and um, just being able to see everything one more time before I before I like actually locked it in. I guess, but as as far as the question for Coach Hartley, yeah. man. I mean, he's he's knocking home runs with these tight end recruits over the last two classes with Darnell and obviously yourself. What's it like being recruited by Coach Hartley? Um, I mean, <laughs> he, he's he's great. Like, uh, just he's just super easy to talk to. And I remember, I remember I was sitting in my car out in front of my house. Um, I think it was after one of our spring practices last year or one of our summer practices, and I was just like, man, like I don't. I don't know like who this is. Like, I don't, I don't really know about Georgia and all that. And then like, just kind of, it all just came together. Yeah. He's, he's definitely a different cat. Right. But he, yeah. I mean, he made you a priority in this 2021 class at the tight end position, but overall as a whole, how, how exactly, how hard did he recruit you? Was he on you like constantly or did he kind of let you make your decisions as you were feeling it or just how, how did that process go? Cause I know you were a top priority and basically the only priority at the tight end position at 21. Yeah, I mean, he 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 did enough to make sure I like knew I was a priority, but also like he knew when to like kind of come off and uh, let me think about everything. Like um, when I was getting close, he just kind of he was like, "You just got to do your thing and just think about it and just know where we're at and know where you're at." So he was he was great on that. Yeah, last question I've got for you, and then I'll hand you back over to Keith. Uh, I mean, Todd Munkin, new offense here at Georgia. Man, you're, you're this hybrid, what we, Keith and I call a super slot tight end at the tight end position. You're a guy that can get into the slot of these offenses and really create mismatches uh, in terms of your athletic ability. What is that new offense going to look like under Todd Munkin? What have they kind of led you to believe uh, and how they're going to be using you here in Athens? Yeah, I mean, they've just, uh, they've expressed to me that they, uh, they just don't really have a guy like me really on their roster. And they, they kind of like need a guy to be at the tight end position like, like me, I guess. Um, and so they've just been like prioritizing me and just telling me not to lose my speed for the most part. <laughs> you, you know, you talk about there's not guys like you on the roster. I don't know how many guys there have been like you 
throughout the country over the last five to 10 years. I've actually went back in preparations for this interview and I looked at the tight end recruits across the country and I could not find one prospect at the tight end position nationally that had the skill set and the versatility that you have for the position. So here's my question. Darnell Washington was a top rated tight end last year. Some people had him five stars, some people had him four stars. He's a big guy at six foot eight, 270 pounds. Mm-hmm. What is it going to be like going in that tight end room with this big time recruit already a year in front of you? And now you're coming in as this super slot. Yeah. I mean, it'll be great. Just, um, just cause I, I feel like we have two different skill sets. Like he's, he's a, he's a big dude. I remember I played against him in uh, like the seven on seven circuit in Vegas, but, um, he's just, he's just a big dude. And I, I'm like, I'm like not as big, but I'm, I think I'm, I, I'm a little bit faster and, and everything. So we just, got, we just, we just, I mean, we just have like two different skill sets. So it'll be cool how, how that works out there. Yeah. There's no question about it. And your game really resonates with a lot of players and a lot of coaches and evaluators across the country. The game of football is a spread game at the college level, and it's all about speed and space, creating mismatches. And for you, you're the ultimate mismatch in that super slot. Too big for corners, too strong, and then way too fast and too skillful for linebackers and safeties. With college coaches knowing that going into recruiting you, what has the recruiting process been like for you? And if you had to change anything, what would that be? Um, I mean, for me, the, the recruiting process was like kind of difficult, like coming down to a final decision for me, just because you're never really totally sure. But um, uh, I mean, it, it was it was like a good experience just getting recruited by everyone. But like kind of the thing I would change is kind of, cutting down some schools like beforehand just to get a little bit of pressure off because I, I like I feel like I held, held on to a couple of schools um for a little bit too long but um I mean there's nothing I can do now but it was just like kind of more stress added to everything so that was one thing I'd change no question about it I know a lot of young guys especially high profile young guys coming out of high school they have huge expectations going into college until they step that first foot on that grass and they figure everybody was a five-star in high school. I'm kind of last man on total pole now, but what's your objective once you step foot in Athens and you're a Georgia dog completely, what, what's your objective your first day? Um, shoot. I mean, <laughs> just, just out, try to outwork, outwork everyone there and just try to get, just try to get prepared and try to play as early as I can. That's what I hope for. Are you, are you going to be an early enrollee Brock? Um, no, I'm not. Okay. We're supposed to play out here in like the, on, in January is okay. when we're supposed to play. I'm, I, I like want to finish out the high school season with my dudes out here. Hey man, that's, I, I would too. I mean, especially your senior year, your last opportunity to play with some of the guys you've grown up with your whole life. But there's another guy here in Georgia that you've already built a relationship with and you share a name with as well. And it's the quarterback that you're going to be playing with at Georgia. Um, Brock Vandergriff, obviously a five-star, highly touted recruit, uh, one of the nation's best at the quarterback position. What's that relationship between you and Vandergriff been like? And uh, what are you most looking forward to by playing with him? I mean, the relationship has been pretty good. We're, we're just like in contact over text and FaceTime a little bit. Um, we got to, I got to see him when I came out there the second time. We had breakfast and everything. And he, he's a great dude. And he, he um, I've seen like his film and everything. He spins it really good. And I, I'm really excited to play with him. Because I haven't really had like a quarter, uh, like a true quarterback like that through anything. So it's good. I got a story for you. So I was talking to Brock probably, I think it was back in May. 
Um, mm. And I was, you know, I was asking him about you. I said, what, what do you think about the Bowers kid? And he goes, man, I know Coach Hartley loves that guy. Last time I saw Coach Hartley, he was at Prince Avenue, obviously, before all this stuff shut down. And I was walking away after I got done, done talking to Coach Hartley, and he screamed down the hallway in the middle in between classes, and he said, Vandergriff, get on Bowers now. <laughs> So the, the, Brock's definitely made you a priority. And as, as Harley, I'll turn you back over to coach Keith now. Well, well, listen, it's, it's long been said that the best friend of a quarterback is a tight end. Right. And if I'm Brock Vandergriff, I'm FaceTime you more than a couple times. We're going <laughs> to FaceTime much more than a couple times. We're going to talk more than a couple times. You know, Brock Bowers, you are a fantastic football player. In, in, in baseball, they call it a five-tool player, right? A guy who can catch, who can run, who can hit, who can field, who can throw. You are the equivalent in football. There's nothing I don't think you can do on the offensive side of the ball. I've seen you run the ball. I've seen you throw the ball, I think. You can catch it. But one thing that I admire about you most is that you are an intentional physical blocker. When you lock in on somebody, you're trying to plant them on the ground. It reminds me of a guy who just signed for $70 million. Like I 74. Believe, $74 million in five years, which is uh, uh, George Kittle. What mm-hmm. do, you, do you see any of yourself when you watch George Kittle play? Yeah, I mean, uh, people have like told me that a little bit, like you kind of play like him. But, I mean, when I'm watching him play, I'm like, he, he's he's a dude like i want to <laughs> i, I want to be like that <laughs> there's no question he's he's definitely a dude and uh got a chance to see a video his parents made and they talked about his background as a running back as a kid mm-hmm. do you have a similar background in terms of your youth days because i know you played some in high school but tell me a little bit about you growing up did you play for youth football what position did you play because you're so comfortable after the catch yeah, I mean, in uh, in youth football, I played two years. I played I played tight end my first year, and then I, they put me in the backfield my second year, yeah. and I I feel like that helped a lot. But what, I think what really like got me comfortable was uh, freshman year. They put me at quarterback, so I was running like the uh, triple option with everything. So that that, that was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, no, there's no question about it. You know, Georgia is a special place for football. We all know that between the I was, edges. I was about to say, that's how you know he's not a Southeastern prospect because he said he played two years of rec football. Hey, brother, they start playing rec football out here at the age of five. So yeah. the good news is you're, you're not going to be burnt out. I mean, by the time you right. get to college, you're still going to love the sport. A lot of kids get a little burnt out on the work aspect of it and the practice aspect of it. But nah, it, it means a little bit more out here in the Southeast as we're kind of seeing uh, with them moving forward with their football season. But go ahead, Keith. Like I was saying, Georgia is a special place. Between the Hedges is one of the ultimate sceneries in college football. Kirby Smart is a top-tier coach. It's a beautiful campus. It's a great education. But we're in a pandemic. The relationship may not be as strong as it would be any other year where you got a chance to take multiple visits, take officials, so on and so forth. If anything, what would make you change your decision going into signing day, if anything? Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if anything really would, um, unless like there is just a complete change or something like crazy happened. But, um, I mean, when I, when I committed, I just kind of want to be like, just done with it and just, um, have everything locked in. Um, so like, I I don't really see anything changing unless like something completely drastic changes that I, I don't really see coming. Really? So, so barring Kirby Smart taking the Atlanta Falcons job, if Dan Quinn gets fired, you're a Georgia Bulldog. Is that what you're telling me? Um, 
we'll see what happens with like the whole coaching staff after if that if that does happen. But shoot, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good uh, that's answer. Fun. That's a great <laughs> that's answer. It's a good answer. Here's my last question, and and this is a very um, important question for me because it doesn't just talk about Brock, but it talks about team. University of Georgia is 0-4 their last four games against the SEC West Powers, LSU, and Alabama. They're being outscored 134-77. to They're not putting up enough points. Why are things going to be different, or how are you going to affect change for that Georgia offense? Shoot. I mean, I, I feel like we have a good – like Brock coming in and everything. And, I mean, I feel like I can be a, a, a mismatch for those guys. Um just eventually and uh i mean i just want i'm just excited to get out there and just do my thing and everything and just let let it roll there's no question about it ba you got anything else no man i'm good hey brock man first of all i appreciate you being on here stay safe out there on the west coast whatever happens you know moving forward towards your senior year have a great senior season just have fun stay safe stay healthy and have a great senior year man something you'll never forget yeah thank you those down. Ladies and gentlemen, Brock Bauer, for me, the nation's top tight end in the country and a five-star football player. Thanks for joining the show. Yep. Thank you for having me. All right, now take care. Bye. It's time for our sit and sleep sleeper of the week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry.
It's time for our Sit and Sleep Sleeper of the Week. Really want to thank our guy, Larry Miller. He's allowing us to showcase unknown prospects that need to be brought to the spotlight. Larry is all about family and community, and his support is helping to change the lives of young players across the country. Each week, young men are getting scholarship offers after being featured on this show. So thank you, Larry. When we have business and a man that is really interested in the community, we need to show our support right back at him. Sit and Sleep is the only place that offers advanced sleep technology. Greg? Body diagnostics. That's five-star stuff. This is high-quality stuff. Lay down on a mattress, and within seconds, thousands of sensors can help you find the absolute right mattress for you. Wow, within seconds? Seconds. Man, that's awesome. Sit and Sleep. They'll beat anyone's advertised price, or your mattress is free. Appreciate you, Larry Miller. Thank you, Larry. All right, our sleeper of the week this week comes from Del Oro High School here in Northern California. Got a chance to get on the grass. For It's been a long time since I've been on the grass, grass. I got a chance to get on the grass here in Northern California. I'm up in the Sacramento area. Saw a six foot three, looks like probably about 185, 190 pound rising freshman quarterback in the 2024 class, Austin Mack. Austin Mack is a kid with, with tremendous upside, great potential. He's tall. He's long. He's got huge hands. I love his mind for the game at the quarterback position. Watch him play some seven-on-seven seven and just watch his progression, his eye progression, his, his mind progression. I thought his mind was twitchy. I thought he made quick decisions. I liked his accuracy in the first and second levels. Um, Del Oro High School, they got a guy, Austin Mack. He's about 6'2 and a half, 180. Looks like he's probably going to be about 6'5, six, 6'6. Six, six. He's got a big, strong arm. He needs to tighten up that release a little bit uh, and, and be a little bit more accurate to the third level, stretch the defense with his arm. But I love his mind, how it works. I love the twitchiness of it. I love his quick decision making. I love his thought process when making those decisions. So, Austin Mack, Del Oro High School, Transparent Truth, Sit and Sleep, Sleeper of the Week. Congratulations.